Two to tie, three to take the lead. Shea checks, steps back, three, point shot on the way. It is good with 1.1 seconds left. Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards, friends. Yeah, I am that guy who started a five-day, five-player countdown for guys I'm looking at during the off-season, card collecting and investing basketball cards. And um, I got three days, three episodes in, and my wife was diagnosed with colon cancer. And everything everything kind of just froze for me. And... Uh, and for our family for a few weeks now. And so I I wanted to get on, number one, wanted to record an episode way before this. Number two, wanted to give you guys an update. Uh, I've had so many reminders about how, like, as fun as sports and cards and hobbies are, there are so many more important things in our lives. And, and obviously, my wife's health is major, major. Uh, but I'm sorry we haven't had an episode in a few weeks for me to get back to that countdown and but yeah it's been it's been a blur she so she had uh they diagnosed colon cancer she had surgery last week uh it's been me she was in the hospital for several days it's been me and uh some wonderful family members and friends locally that have helped us out um you know, we have three teenagers who I talk about every once in a while on this show. And uh, so, yeah, it's been exhausting. It's been scary. Her surgery, they removed about eight inches of her colon, which I guess is like the end of your large intestines. And we hope, we believe they removed all the cancer that they found. But uh, we will find out more details in the next few days. And I appreciate you guys just for your, your understanding, um, you know, man. And I've reached out to a couple of you about recording an episode together. That would be awesome. Uh, I also was able to pop in on, um, with, with, I had a burst of energy just before Jenny's surgery. So I popped in and I was on uh, sports card strategy show with, uh, Paul and lefty and Chad. That was that was fun. I, I felt like I needed to do that. Um, should probably just like cut and paste that episode on here because it was so good to talk with those guys and great also to talk about different strategies for the basketball card market right now. I, you know, overall, I don't think <coughs> that's, that's a reminder that I've come down with something in the last five days. That I don't know what it is. It's not COVID. I, I took that test, but I've got some junk, probably just allergies, but, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's buying season at the current prices, but I am willing to engage. What that means is I have gone in on eBay and in-person deals several times over the last two weeks on basketball players, basketball cards, where as a buyer, I believe right now we have all the leverage and that cash is, uh, your money is a far more predictable and valuable commodity than cards right now. So you can send low offers on those or best offer things. You can make 
you know, bids without overspending on cards. I, I usually have been looking at what they're going for now and offer about two thirds to three quarters of what comps are not trying to insult anybody. Not, not, I'm just saying I'm not willing to spend the current comps on most, <coughs> most cards. Now I wouldn't make an exception for the guys that I have been talking to you about this five guys countdown. I believe I went through and talked with you about deer and Fox and Jalen Brunson. And there was one other guy. I know there was, I'm about to get to the, the top two. And I just want to wrap up, wrap up that whole conversation with you and crank out some episodes that are a bit more timeless, a bit more referable to people. Maybe what I'll do is I'll drink some water. You guys are getting the reality show right now. When I got coughs, I got some choked up things going on. I'm just going to keep drinking water and talking to you. Um, no, I, my, my top two guys right now, actually number two on this whole countdown is, and I recorded an episode that I never posted. So I was trying, I was trying, but Tyrese Maxey, especially if James Harden is traded, but either way, I see Tyrese Maxey as a probable all-star this season. I think they have gotten about as far as they're going to get these Sixers with a Joel Embiid, James Harden dominant team. And to have Maxi as, I know James Harden led the league in assists. I know he still has a lot of gas in the tank and I know he could make things work in Philadelphia. In the meantime, I also know Tyrese Maxey's cards are way, uh, excuse me, way underpriced. And we've been looking at star players who have a a bit of upside to them on playoff teams that could make another deep run. Jalen Brunson, perfect example of that. Um, Laurie Markkinen, I believe, was another guy I looked at. I think we just don't realize how good some of these players are and how good they are going to become. I think the card market will have to adjust to how just how good Alperin Shangun is going to be someday, and maybe it's not today, but back to Maxi. <coughs> Dang it, when he does break out, and he's breaking out every year, but when he does break out, and at some point that is his team, you know, I, I think it's funny, all these rumors about him. You guys that listen to our show or that have listened back through the episodes, you have to know that I have, I just have high regard for Tyrese Maxey. I jumped in on him about a year earlier than most people, bought a lot of his cards cheap, wish I had bought fewer cards and stuck with like awesome autos and patches and things, but I have tons of Tyrese Maxey cards. He has become one of my favorite players. I own his jersey. I have an autographed poster in my office. Um, I've listened to his podcast and I think he has a lot of charisma a lot of humility. He's very hardworking, but but ultimately, he's a scorer. He's fun to watch. He's a leader, and he's still just 22, I believe. Maybe just turned 23. I love his upside. I love that he's on a on a playoff team. I could go on here, you guys, and say, I, I just want to affirm it's possible that Tyrese Halliburton is not only a better Tyrese, but a better basketball player right now. And for me, it doesn't matter because the Pacers aren't a playoff team. Now, will they be in a few years? Sure. Could they be this year if they're willing to keep spending and adding key pieces to that team? Yes. Yes. Tyrese Halliburton could easily be on this list. 
and maybe he's better than Maxi. But Maxi is incredibly fun to watch. He's on a playoff team that wins playoff series. Is and I think I think I do a lot in, in basketball cards. I think it's I think the valuable months would be the anticipation towards and then the May and June payoff of the playoffs. I really do. So, and that adds to a player's legacy. So I'm like, yeah, I still think Tyrese Maxey is a great deal given the platform he is about to take in Philadelphia as the number one option on offense. Now, is is he going to be the number one option in big games? No, that's Embiid. Is he going to be the number one MVP candidate? No, that's Embiid. Is he going to be the number one option in the playoffs? No, that's Embiid. But during the regular season, I think Tyrese Maxey could push past 25 points a game and be an all-star this year. And you're still seeing his, again, to become a superstar in Philadelphia. Um, I think that's only going to help his his legacy. And, you know, they haven't signed him to that long-term extension, so that's coming. But I'll say more about him and then the number one guy who, dude, it's not even close in a minute. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Maxie gets to steal. And lays it in. I can't stand the Wizards. What kind of name is that anyway? For a basketball team? The Wizards? What are they? <laughs> like magicians in hoods? <laughs> Alright, let's get back at it. Uh, I took a break because I stopped over to see my parents and then I realized. I forgot to tell you guys, like, part of my last month was my dad was in the hospital as well. So, um, it's just been a lot. I don't usually share things on the podcast with you guys. Like, my last name is Underwood. I haven't, I haven't, like, revealed a lot of, like, personal life stuff, um, because most of this is for fun and a hobby and NBA related, and I love it. Um, but yeah, life has happened, man, the last, the last six weeks, so... I am not, you know, it's been a good outlet for me to be able to buy a few cards and to talk about this a little bit, but certainly not at the pace that I was. And uh, that to say, I have missed it for a variety of reasons, and I've certainly thought about it because I have bought um, cards. Anyway, my 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 thing about Tyrese Maxey personally is except for the occasional card that may be numbered or may just be cool looking that I don't have or have never seen yet, and seeing prices on those kinds of cards be better than I've seen in the last two years, those those cards are standing out to me. It is a good time to buy an RPA or to buy a PSA 10 of a card that maybe, you know, you really wanted of a player that you collect or that you believe in, no matter what Tyrese it is, or if it's Desmond Bain, I, I would just say now is the beginning of buying season. This is, this is the start, especially if you're willing to set your prices and say, yeah, okay, buying at today's comps is a good deal. 
but it's nowhere near the kind of deal that you're going to see over the next 12 weeks. So make your offers accordingly or wait till the bottom in uh, November, December, and you won't regret it. Um, I, I've got to get to number one. That is, that is the player that from everything I hear, by the way, in the world cup basketball tournament that's coming up is just dominating unstoppable. We already knew that about him. He's been doing it for years, especially when his team doesn't shut him down because they are playing for draft picks a lot, but it's, it's Oklahoma city's Shea Gilgis Alexander SGA. He was first team all NBA this season. First team All-NBA. What that means is one of the top five or six players. I say six because Embiid and Jokic should have both made it. You know, I think they're changing the rules so that it's positionless when you vote. But Shea Gilgis-Alexander averaging 30, 32, 34. I don't know what he averaged. All I know is Oklahoma City is on their way up. Tied to this, uh, you know, ranking for him in my mind is that I see Oklahoma City as a playoff team now or very soon. I really do. They have a great, great way of identifying talent, developing it and uh, surrounding it with, with the right kind of players. So Josh Giddy, of course, excuse me, Jalen Williams, Chet Holmgren, but Shea Gilgis Alexander is their alpha They've signed him long-term. And I, I just love his love his game. You guys, I love his game, love his upside. He is coming into his own. And, you know, to contrast him with some of the players in his class, Trey Young, uh, in the following class, John Morant, he is not... I mean, all these NBA players have huge, huge confidence levels, talent levels, egos. But Shea Gilders-Alexander... Guys, to, to be able to score at will, to be able to put in the future, I see him as possible triple-double man. Um, but no, he, he is, if I had to pick one player from the 2018 rookie class to say which one is going to be in the Hall of Fame, I would go to Shea Gilgis-Alexander. I like his game all around, yes. Yes, I'm going to take heat for this, thinking that he's better than Luka. But yes, yes, yes. Some of that as a card collector and investor, I would say yes, because he has not had the explosive breakout in card market values that those other guys have. Luca, Trey, Zion, Ja, Lamelo, all those guys had the, the hype coming into their careers, coming into their first season, and they were the card they were that that was the hit. Right? If you're buying 2018 wax. That was the hit. That was the case hit. It was the Holy Grail. It was the get the Luca Silver, get the Zion Logo Man. Well, now looking back on those classes, we should be talking about, well, where, where are the SGAs? Where are the Jalen Brunsons and the Darius Garlands, all the other guys <coughs> that four years later, you know, after the hype moment, <coughs> Those are the guys that are still in the league, still making all-star teams, still on everybody's watch list, and on teams that are building towards the playoffs. So, yeah, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is a player that my my investing strategy in him is, man, I'd love to buy one or two cards that I would just keep for the long term. 
I, I like him because I think he's more fun to watch than Luca. Uh, and it just in a different market and on a team that is just now going to start contending the way Dallas is did or look like they could eventually not anymore. At least I don't, I don't think so, but Shea Gildas Alexander card values. I'm, I'm looking at cards that are like PSA 10 silver prism rookie. I'm looking at anything autographed by him. I would also look at this entry point, uh, this kind of strategy that I'm, that I'm doing by Shea is, um, is what if you bought PSA 10, I'm going to, I'm going to use optic as an example, PSA 10 optic base rookies. And you decided you're going to buy, I'm going to buy like one or two of those a month for the next six months. And so your total investment, those are selling for between 35 and $55 right now. PSA 10 optic pop counts are not high on Shea Gildas Alexander compared to the pop count of, you know, those other guys I mentioned, but to buy eight or 10 over the next four months, and then to just, uh, as he makes his, you know, next all-star team as Oklahoma city, you know, piles up the wins and as the card values for basketball, let alone a young superstar who is truly a superstar. And the hype for him is going to come after he actually starts achieving stuff as it should be similar to Brunson, these guys, but Shea Gildas Alexander then turn around and sell those PSA 10 optics. Excuse me. Suppose you bought a few in the next four months for $35, $45, $55. And then when it looks like he's putting together an MVP candidacy, which he will, if he stays healthy, contend for the MVP award, then you're talking about reselling those cards for $100, $150, or you're, you're keeping some of them. You know, you're keeping some long term, you're selling some to recoup profits and recoup what you put into them. I'm just talking about like viewing a PSA 10 of a popular issue of this guy's card, view it as a share of stock that you're going to buy your, you're starting a position in SGAs in optic or in Donruss or in prism. And you're saying, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to buy low on those during a low point of the year. And then I'm going to flip them. You could do that with Tatum rookies. I've talked about that, but PSA tens for a reason, you guys, there's always going to be a market for PSA tens of big name players of cards that people know about. Like that's, I'm not saying buy a bunch of PSA tens of his Panini illusions or his revolution groove. You know, I'm not, I'm not talking about buying cards that are obscure of these guys. You can do that. I'm not talking about going L super cheap and buying Chronicles luminance, you know, numbered to two ninety nines. No, no, no. Don't, don't go for the the paper that nobody's heard of, like in the large, the larger card market, go for the big name players, SGA. I could say a thousand reasons, guys. I had him at number one. And I think there is a large gap between what I think of SGA and what I think of even Tyrese Maxey. And, uh, as far as the opportunity that exists right now and for the certainty of what he is and what he's going to do. I wish I could say the same about John Morant and Anthony Edwards. I can't because of Ja's antics, but all the talent is there. I can't because of Ant's team. Sorry, Minnesota fans. Like I I really want it to happen for him and for them, but it just hasn't. And it's not. And when you burn all those draft picks to get Rudy Gobert, ah, and when you're hanging on to Jaden McDaniels as if he's the next Kawhi Leonard, he's not. 
Is he? He's not. So I'm starting to wonder what is what is going to surround Anthony Edwards over these next five years of his career. Is it going to be a title contender? I'm not feeling it, people. I'm not. I, I hope I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But for Shea Gilgis Alexander, we're at the very beginning of that stuff. I've mentioned De'Aaron Fox. I've mentioned some other players I feel this good about. But Shea Gilgis Alexander, guys, you want a player that uh, could be dropping 35 plus a game? And we haven't seen a player do that for a full season since Michael Jordan, right? There. I like SGA that much. I'd love your takes. I'd love to hear what you have to say. But I love going on other podcasts and hearing them talk about him before I even go there with this enthusiasm. He is an incredible talent. He's an incredible person. And uh, his card values have yet to start reflecting that kind of awesomeness. So, Shay Gilgis Alexander, SGA. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Hoops and Cards. Yeah, it has been a crazy couple months for me. Sorry we haven't done an episode, but I'm sure you people that have lives out there, all of y'all understand. Uh, my wife having cancer, my dad in the hospital. It's been crazy. Um, NBA is fun, but it's not my life. And uh, love when you listen and interact with me at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. Send me a note at Hoops and Cards or Gary at HoopsandCards.com. Love for you to sign up for Market Movers app using Hoops and Cards as a promo code. Sure thing. You can even start to support or sponsor our podcast. I feel like, you know, people, if you're getting great value out of this, um, you know, thank you, first of all, for listening. Thank you for chiming in. And uh, I'll get to another episode as soon as I can. Have a great week. See ya. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? All right. Take care now. Bye-bye then.